0: Welcome back, everybody, to the second episode of University. I believe that's what we (laughs) we read on last time. University key Key's University. University. We'll we'll figure it out. Second episode, the topic of today's discussion is metaverse. A bunch of questions we'll answer, kind of go over what the metaverse is all about, some business ideas in the metaverse, maybe give a little sneak peek about what we're working on. Um, Yeah, might as well just get straight into it. No point in getting...
1: Let's do it. Let's do it. We also have a special guest joining us today. Jeff first who's time. been first time who's been a big part of our production and someone that's behind the scenes helping out a lot. I think he has a very interesting perspective on the metaverse. So we'll get started with some information and some opinions and then we'll jump into some details with Jeff on how the metaverse has changed his life and how it's contributed to him being able to add a lot of value to our project, bring a lot of information, insights, and something that we really feel like is a competitive edge. So I know, I know that you have a list of questions as well. So maybe we could start, start by going over them. Sounds good. And then we'll jump into the
0: details with Jeff shortly after. Yeah, Dylan's also been a secret legend behind the scenes, getting all these questions down for us, collecting them from the community. So just uh, shout out to Dylan. First question, what, what, what is a metaverse? I don't know, maybe maybe you have an opinion. I think I've, I've said it so many times between here, Decentral, AMAs, but yeah, I'll let you take that one.
1: Yeah, I mean, for, for me personally, and I think everybody is going to have their own take on what the metaverse is, but I see it as an untapped opportunity. I see it as an evolution of the way human beings can interact, not only from a personal standpoint, but in addition to having a personal experience, It's also something that's going to evolve into much bigger scale as human beings, unfortunately due to COVID, really were forced to be in a position where we had to put it together and find a way to continue living our lives. And I think that a lot of people started to go digital more than ever. It was already happening, but what we witnessed with companies like Facebook, now named Meta, rebranding and really focusing their attention into the metaverse and a lot of other competitors joining this space. I think that the metaverse is really an untapped opportunity that's going to allow businesses and consumers and individuals to connect and have a new experience, not just from a business standpoint, but also from a lifestyle standpoint, from a standpoint of sharing moments with friends, the same way we used to host, you know, events, we were just talking about frats and all these different good things that could happen in universities. The metaverse is replacing a lot of these things. And it's opened up an abundance of opportunities for people who are in a position that is limited based on their, you know, location or income or ideas and the metaverse has just opened up this entire new universe and so personally to me it's an untapped opportunity and I know you can get into the more technical aspect of it but I think a lot of people can relate to the fact that the metaverse in simple form is an untapped opportunity that can be you know catered and tailored in a way for any business any individual to find a way to make it a part of their day-to-day life.
0: Yeah, and I think that that is exactly the perfect lead-in for kind of my interpretation of the metaverse and how we've been shaping our approach, and really what we've been talking about on all of our AMAs and, and public speaking events. And the the approach that we're we're taking with the metaverse is that it's no different. We're not changing anything. All we're doing is coining the term for for a time that we've been already living in for well over a decade, probably closing in on two decades now. And to me and most of our team, the metaverse is all about increasing our ability to interact with the people and places and world around us in a more engaging manner by leveraging technologies like 5G, edge compute, Web3, blockchain, NFTs, and now moving into the next few years, VR, AR, XR, as well as some of the experiences you might be able to have with things like brain chips that are being developed. All of these technologies that are essentially going to create cyborg humans um, is the definition of the metaverse. It's us morphing our lives with technology in a way that benefits us. Um, And that's what the metaverse is all about to me. Like right now we're living in one. Uh, it's, It's very two dimensional, flat screens, iPhones, computers, starting to see some introduction of VR headsets, AR integrations on phones. That's the metaverse we have today. And I think the challenge of the metaverse leaders of tomorrow is going to be all about who can take that technology, make it accessible, but also more inclusive and engaging um, and beneficial to the parties involved. And that's where Web3 and all these other technologies come into play because those are the things that make this space engaging moving forward. And when it comes to blockchain and, and the convergence of all these
1: different technologies, I think one of the things that really stood out to me as I started learning is that, as you said, this isn't something that's new. It's just an evolution and a next step in the process in which we interact and do commercial activities and even social interaction. I think there's a lot of untapped potential when it comes to evolving business models to integrate with the metaverse. And it's going to be so interesting because I know that obviously we've launched the token. We have a lot of different things going on, but every single day, there's new projects coming out and evolving this space in a new di- direction. And I guess we can jump into the details with Jeff because he's been a part of a metaverse project that he actually built an entire business around and yeah. had a team and everything. So Mike is all yours.
2: Yeah. So like, I think one thing to talk about before we like dive into that is like the cyborg part. I think we're already cyborgs, you know? The fact that you have to have your phone the the second you leave your house, you know? You feel lost when your phone is dead. Like, I think we're already cyborgs at that point. And I think the metaverse, in my opinion, is gonna replace the volatility of the world, you know? COVID, it just really proved to us that our world is so fragile, that in like a matter of seconds, in a matter of days and months, like all our normal lifestyles are completely gone. And I think this is how the metaverse is gonna replace because it gets rid of the entire val- like validity. And then to jump in the, like, how it came here, um, yeah, so, like, I had my first start in Axie, Axie Infinity, but before that, I was actually a part of CryptoKitties from Dapper Labs back in, like, 2019. I was, like, grade 12 at the time, and I remember, like, buying Ethereum for, like, $600, <laughs> and then I thought, like, holy, like, Ethereum's so expensive, and I realized, like, I was buying it at the peak of, like, 2019, 2020, and then, so, after uh, CryptoKitties, I was, like, so into blockchain. I really loved, like, how the public ledger is i already envisioned it back then too like how it's going to get rid of like centralized banks like my leading question was always why if i do go to another country do i have to go through the bank transfer my money into their own currency i think that middleman of the bank was always so stupid and then so that's how envisioned blockchain like wiping out the world but clearly it was like there's so many more aspects than just currency itself and then so after crypto kitties i was looking at cool projects and then my friend in 2020 around like april and like january because he got in january for axie infinity and he was telling me about like how this crazy like crypto game came out and like how like we always like dreamed back like when we were kids about like playing video games to make money would be like insane and then so like we were playing it and then we realized like there's something like not a lot of people are realizing we could buy a lot of accounts and then outsource these to like people with like a lot of time which is developing countries and then so we we got our start in the Philippines from making like reddit posts about like how we're hiring people and then sooner or later like it turned from like 50 employees to like 360 now so it's crazy but i think one downside of it though is since we're outsourcing the work in the Philippines like the Philippines unfortunately like they went through like the hardest like typhoon in like history recently so like you see like the labor force like is like also again very volatile so i think that's how like i had my vision of like the metaverse and then luckily i found you guys especially noah because noah i reached out to him about like his project with keys and luckily you guys opened up your arms and allowed me in yeah yeah our doors always
1: open especially when it's young bright minds that are ready to move fast and i think it goes unsaid with your level of work ethic it's it's We're happy just as you are for you to be here. And I guess going back into what you just said, it's actually very interesting because now we're touching into a subject that is very, very revolutionary. It's the fact that the metaverse is creating jobs and it's basically evolving the evolution of human beings and giving opportunity to people who may otherwise not even be able to tap into these type of projects. Mm -hmm. So I would love to learn a little bit more about how you even connected with these people, what that process looked like, what was your selling proposition. I understand, obviously, they were in it to earn and make money or some sort of profits, whether it's in-game currency, et cetera. But there's got to be a reason that they would work with you as opposed to starting their own. Yeah. What does that process look like?
2: So I think to tackle the first question of why like they didn't just make their own account, I think the problem with Axie back then was the price like, the price to enter was extremely high. Like, I remember paying, like, 1,500, like, USD dollars to make only one account. Like, the the pay was, like, crazy. And then so to move, to move in deeper, like, how we started was we went on, like, a Reddit subreddit, and then we were, like, hey, we have, like, a lot of accounts. We're, like, trying to outsource these. If you decide to join and play, then we'll give you 50% of the profit, and then we'll keep 50% of the profit because... Unfortunately, the world is very capitalistic. I put $1,500, I'm at least trying to get my money back, right? And then so that's how it evolved. And then so a lot of people are like trying to join in because back then 50% like equated to maybe like $150 USD like every two weeks. So the pay is really good compared to them as well. And then so that's how it started. And then a lot of their friends that were early on in our team started telling the cousins, started telling their family members. Word of mouth. Yeah, exactly. And then so we don't have to like be cognizant of like, oh, should we trust this person? Should we interview this person? Because we don't want them to like have this account and then just not do anything, right? And then so we just only hired people that was like word of mouth and then it just boomed out of that. So like I guarantee you like these 360 people probably know each other some way or another even if they don't know about it. And I think this is probably one of the coolest parts
0: about the metaverse that is being developed or metaverses that are being developed right now. You may wanna call it a multiverse between all of the different metaverse projects and their interoperability moving into the next few years. But to me, the coolest part is that, I mean, Jeff touched on it with the COVID feature, but I think the coolest part is that it's really bringing people together. There's no such thing as borders or time or discrepancies, all of the things that cause tension in real life, whether it's race, personal identity, that's erased because all people see is exactly who you wanna be inside the metaverse. And with digital ownership, with Web3 being integrated into that, there's so much power because people now have complete agency over who they are and nobody can really prove them wrong. At the same time, you can now create communities of people and keep them inside metaverse projects using a play-to-earn model. And I think right now the play-to-earn model is, is kinda unique because it's in the early stages. The technology behind it is there, but the development teams that are working on the play to earn projects aren't quite at the quality of AAA AAA games right now in in the normal space. And this is kind of where it gets a bit challenging because right now you have AAA game developers who are saying NFTs are terrible, they're a cancer to the AAA game space, we don't want anything to do with it, metaverse, forget that. And the reason why is because they've created a model that's completely circular um economically and it allows them to continue producing games year over year with the same kind of progression systems uh user incentives and it's 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 crazy because people come back time and time again to develop value for their characters in game and really they get nothing else other than prestige levels inside the game and in-game currency so you'll put days sometimes months maybe even years into these games triple a games that you're playing on consoles PCs and your phones and you get nothing out of it as a person. The way that this play-to-earn model is is starting to play out is that now people can come into these spaces, these games, really, really enjoy the experience and get to know people, create relationships and actually earn in exchange for playing. And that's the coolest thing. Because now now it's not about it's not about the developer saying, hey, I'm going to find a way to leverage our community and make as much money as possible through DLC packs and add-ons and in-game currency quick buy features. It's just not like that anymore. It's all resting on the user and their ability to interact with others create guilds, which is essentially what what Jeff did in Axie. Guilds are super cool. If you haven't checked it out, I definitely recommend running down that rabbit hole and just learning about them because metaverse guilds, play to earn guilds, lots of good opportunity there and also just like nice place to meet people. But those kinds of opportunities and outcomes, namely guilds, are the first sort of seed of what the metaverse is all about and and some of the benefits that it can bring people as a community and really just bridge borders and the gaps between digital and physical worlds. So let's start jumping into some of those applications.
1: I think obviously the metaverse has infinite potential and it's an an evolution of the internet and we are positioned right now to create what this evolution looks like. And when I say we... I don't just mean Keys Token as a as an organization, but the entire human population is positioned to create what this metaverse is going to be. So considering that and considering the fact that these 3D virtual worlds are all starting to find ways to stand out and become very, you know, niche market focused and define what their social interaction or their you know connection with the end users are. What are your guys' thoughts on some of these projects and why they're the ones that are pioneers inside of this space? We can start with Verizon Worlds. I think that that's probably one of the mainstream ones that a lot of people know about simply because of the fact that it's you know hosted and operated by Meta. But why are they positioned the way they are in terms of them being the platform that a lot of people are using to experience the
2: metaverse
0: so i don't know if you want to say something first yeah
2: i'll go first because i think you're like more of an expert in my opinion (laughs) but like i think for me like it comes down to like as we always say community you know facebook they like meta they have a community already they have loyal people that already use their products which is facebook two billion yeah it's crazy two billion so it's th- they, these customers already believe in Facebook and that they have the best intentions for them. So automatically, without even thinking about it, subconsciously, they're already going to go with what Facebook has to, to put out. I think, out of, like, I think at the end of the day, it's because they're f- familiar with Facebook, so that's why they go with Facebook.
1: So there's a level of trust that reduces the friction of entry.
0: This is what Neem always talks about as the trust. And I think I'll make a comment and then you'll have a lot to say about it. The reason and the the motive behind Meta moving into the Metaverse with Horizon Worlds, I think is a lot more correlated to their history as a social media platform and a platform that connects people on web too. And what they're realizing with their ridiculous amounts of brain power and, and capital behind their company is that
1: 10 web- billion, I think, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. It's insane. 10 yeah.
0: billion that they're allocating to the development alone. It's insane. And what they're realizing with that is that the, the web space and your experience with others online, and wh- what I'm talking about here is digital social interactions, which now we call social media. Social media as a term will be completely renamed and, re- and redefined in the next few years. Yeah, but it's happening. this is what Facebook is starting to realize, or Meta now is starting to realize. And they're positioning themselves in a way that they can continue to thrive in a space of social connection by producing hardware like the Oculus, um, which is sitting right in front of us. Daniel and I play around in there for product research all the time. And worlds like Horizon. Because what Horizon is really, really focusing on is bringing people together in a more engaging way. And this is exactly like looping back to what we talked about at the beginning of this episode, which is the metaverse is all about using tech to increase your ability to interact with the people and the world around you in more engaging and meaningful ways. And Meta is doing exactly that with their product Horizon Worlds. What I I do think at the same time is I don't think there's ever going to be a be-all, end-all metaverse for one thing. And, and this is part of the problem with the way that our physical world works is that it has to be the one place for everything, real estate transactions, events, social interactions, birthdays, funerals, all the different events and, and happenings that you, you experience in real life have to be done in the same physical space. And there's optimization issues with that. It's just no way that you can be optimal in one situation um, to the highest degree when Every single situation must be performed in the same place. And you can see that in all the tension that's happening around the world right now. Especially during a time like this with a global pandemic. Exactly. A lot of scaling issues, a lot of logistical issues. Even just supply chain issues, right? Yeah. And I think the metaverse is going to do a really great job at starting to iron these problems out and giving us a second chance. I, I made a tweet today. I said, the metaverse, Web3, and NFTs, and digital real estate are going to be the great equalizers in this during this decade. And what I'm talking about when I say that is that it's giving everybody, including the largest organizations and governing bodies, as well as all the way down to individuals in third world countries, a second shot to do it right. And we've never had a second shot as a society or as a race um, the human race in history before and i think we're at the cusp of something that's really really cool and is if we deal with it the right way and we have the right minds put in the right places to develop the right ideas and products we can create a world a multiverse where you have various different metaverses specialized in different things with interoperable platforms and communities that you can hop around from depending on what you want to be involved in. Do I want to go shopping? Let's go to a metaverse that's partnered with all the largest Fortune 500 and lifestyle brands and go and buy my Louis, uh, go to Target and and buy some cheaper clothes. Like whatever it is that you want to do. H&M, you just saw them hop into a metaverse. A uh, um, retail-specific metaverse is the one that they chose to work with. And when you're done shopping, maybe you hop into the keys metaverse for a real estate entrepreneurial business focused experience where you're trying to build actual rental income and businesses around all of the adjacent business models in, inside of real estate. And then maybe you head into Horizon Worlds for a party with your friends where everybody is. And you talk about your experience <coughs> in, the, in the other metaverse. Exactly. Yeah. That's the cool part about this. That'd so I think crazy. I think that's where we're moving, and and it gives people so much more power of choice. And with the, with the introduction and, and inclusion of Web three, they'll be able to have the maximum flexibility over their personal or their persona in the digital space. So I think that's where it's all going. Um, and a lot of the largest brands in the world, whether they're Fortune five hundred or not, are starting to see this. We're watching Disney, Adidas, Samsung, uh, every single big. Company that you know of as on a global scale is saying they're going to create the metaverse. To what scale, I'm not sure. But to be honest, most of these brands are already creating the metaverse for their customers, and a lot of it is just a media play, in my opinion. Absolutely, they may have more engaging ways of interacting and providing services to their customers. That being said, I don't think there's anything that's changing because Samsung is probably one of the leading contributors to the definition of the metaverse we have today, as is Apple, as is Meta. And I think that, that Meta's name shift into Meta from Facebook was really the beginning of everybody understanding and associating what we call life right, right now, today, over the last two decades with the metaverse. And there will come a day when, I don't know, maybe the next thing is hive mind. That will be an era. It's not gonna be a place, it's gonna be an era where we really achieve the next level of of human interaction to the point where I'm connected to you and we're thinking the same thing, but also have all access to everything every single other person's knowledge in the world. We're moving close to that, and this era is all about a second chance, the great equalizer. Everybody gets to be exactly who they wanna be, realize what it's like to live in a world that's idealistic and utopic, and build that as a community now the companies don't have to be the ones who control everything and then you can start talking about things like data dividends and people making money which is data dividends making money for supplying data and then with the introduction of DAOs and blockchain, now the users not only have control over whether or not they wanna supply data and then get paid for it, but also how that data is being used um, through a community-governed platform. And this is super beneficial to companies in so many ways. We can talk about that in another episode, but so many cool opportunities.
1: I think that's the best part about this, right? The opportunities are getting created by all the people that are creating it. And the doors that are opening when you look at the space, it's actually unlimited. When you start considering the educational aspect of this, imagine one day we're having a very similar discussion. However, we show up as whatever we want inside of a metaverse space and we're doing this exact type of presentation. And each time I can be a different version of myself. And see, if you think about this, we've been doing this in a way, but it's been how we dress, it's been, you know, things like profile photos. Are you verified? How many followers do you have? All these social currencies you always talk about. And when you extend that out into the, into the metaverse and everything that comes with it, including all of your NFT collections and what you have access to through those and what they represent about who you are and what you believe in, that's when this starts to get very interesting because brands like Adidas, brands like, you know, Disney, alongside a media play, Imagine sitting in a room with your team and starting to ponder all the different ways that you could get into the metaverse. Do we build our own? Do we go and join one? Do we take our own and join with one and create a third one that's a combination of the two? It's limitless. And this is when it starts getting exciting because there is no right or wrong. And I guess getting to the point of why we're even doing this. Not only can can somebody that that pays attention to these things forever be in a position of power when it comes to having the knowledge that this is a space that's untapped opportunity, meaning you're one idea away from setting up something that potentially could be worth an unbelievable amount of money. And even when it comes to capitalism, right? Capitalism drives a lot of growth. And it's something that if done the right way, and if done with the right purpose, can actually evolve human beings. I think we have around eight billion people on the planet right now. So if we just consider that as a fact that there are way too many people for us to scale and continue to just get more and more people as a part of this, you know, planet. The metaverse all of a sudden shifts that because it allows businesses to scale that allows business owners to connect with their community and audience in a completely new way. And even when it comes to the technological advances and the tech behind all of it, it's all getting better and better and better. I mean, we've already came so far from what we we could have done five years ago. So imagine what's gonna be possible in the next five years. And a lot of these ideas we're having and all these discussions we're having is, in a way ahead of its time, but also not understanding what's possible. And that's really what's happened in the past few years. I think companies like Meta have been onto these for many years and then came out and realized that, look, it's the right time to bring it to public. I'm sure they didn't just casually decide one day that it's time to rebrand and rename. They're very smart with how they allocate their time, especially as one of the world's top companies in this space. They definitely went for a headshot at the right time. So imagine how many years and how much planning and how far ahead they needed to be to be able to, you know, get the consumers and the, the overall
2: general public, public ready for a move like this. That's very important. I will say, like, I forget which book I read it this from, but they were saying how, like, tough times create tough people and then these tough people are going to be the ones that solve these tough times so like their biggest um example was like when the stock market crashed back back during the great depression a lot of people
0: what black thursdays
2: yeah like we actually don't know what that is but like (laughs) basically like when stock market crashed a lot of people lost their money but the people that thrive during those times are the ones that solve the solution like or we're Soft. the ones yeah, that found the solution. So my good example for these is like for modern times, COVID is like the exact same thing. It's panned out the same way. COVID hit so many people. A lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people like lost their house, unfortunately. A lot of people are struggling to like put food on the table. And the people that like were the ones that found a solution are the ones that are probably thriving now because after we're almost over.
1: 100%. And the way they always say it is preparation meets opportunity. And everybody has their own opinion on why COVID happened the way it did. But if you guys just look at it and look at the result, not to say the pandemic is over in any means, but we can start to see the impact it's had. And the inequality is unbelievable. The rich got richer. If you weren't doing Good, now you're doing worse, you know? And all of a sudden, who gets the the ultimate power? The people that already had power just get more power. And this goes back to the idea of like, and again, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, in no way is, is one right over the other, but when it comes down to the details, it's so hard to predict where this world is headed. So the most interesting part about this, going back to what Jeff was saying, is that, look, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. But what we can all agree is that COVID really impacted inequality and people that had the power became more powerful. But the people that actually need the most help who are, who are, you know, struggling in many aspects in life just got destroyed. And these are the questions that start getting raised when you start putting two and two together. And I mean, obviously the metaverse has been something that's been in development for many years, but why now why all of a sudden now everybody's starting to understand the need for something like this at this scale right the metaverse has, from an idea standpoint isn't something that's new we could all agree it's been around it will continue to evolve especially with technology advancing and all these different new 3d virtual worlds that are coming there's more than 8 billion people on this planet and it's very hard to scale things nowadays I mean, how many people can sit in one classroom and get a tutor or a professor to teach them a certain topic, but in the metaverse space, scalable. Or how many people can take a flight, book a hotel, and attend an event, but in the metaverse space,
0: it's unlimited. And how many people can attend an event with 20 million people at it? How many artists can host an event, I'm not just talking about music artists, I'm talking about any artist, can host an event to promote their work where there's no limit on the capacity because of the venue size or COVID, whatever it is. You don't have to worry about those things anymore. It's so sick. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And even from an experience standpoint, right? I think we were talking about this the other day, how people can start to experience things that may otherwise never be in their financial position sitting courtside seats, going front row for games, experiencing, you know, one-on-one with different unbelievable moments with celebrities or all these different shared experiences that all of a sudden now take a new um, perspective and a new opportunity. And this is what's so cool about this because every single person on the planet right now is a part of the creation of this metaverse. Whether you're a user, creator, director, You have a project, you're using a project. I mean, you just mentioned you guys have 300 plus people on board, right? That's a part of the metaverse ecosystem now. And now imagine all the people that those individuals are impacting by recruiting them, by helping their family literally put food on the table. It's just created this whole new ecosystem of commerce, social interaction. And I think it's not, this
0: isn't it. There's so much more coming. It's, it's all about the promise of opportunity. And I'm gonna go back to a week ago when Dylan was standing up there speaking down to me from the keycard office space, which is our loft. But before I do that, I wanna talk about opportunity because the opportunities in the metaverse are endless. And I think a lot of people always ask, you know what, what what's the point in the metaverse? What can I do there? How can I create a business there? And the answer is anything that you want because it's the same thing as real life, except you're not constrained by physical limitations. You're not constrained by gravity, lawmakers, time, space. It's all completely irrelevant. in the metaverse, When I, I mean, time is probably the biggest factor. Imagine if you're in the keys metaverse as an architect, nobody enjoys the process of getting your designs approved by your municipal government and then running through the whole process of having a project manager, building it out, working out all the kinks. Imagine if as a designer you didn't have to worry about any of that, let alone the physical limitations of building in real life. And you could crank out 15 houses a month and they were the coolest structures ever. And you would never have to worry about anything. That's where the metaverse is going as far as time goes. Um, but with opportunity, do you want to say something before I get yeah, into this? Yeah, yo
2: So, like, I think the coolest part, like, I, you just reminded me of it when you're talking about buildings. Like, right now, you don't see, like, tall, high-rise buildings because there's planes that, like, like fly by. So there's, like, regulations, right? But with, when you're in the metaverse, there's no rules. You can make your building as ho- t- tall as you want. Your creativity is literally, there's no restraints. Your entire potential is unlocked. It actually exactly. is.
1: And and this is where it starts becoming infinite for the creators, because maybe there's some sort of in-game activity that they actually benefit from by having that, which is
0: otherwise impossible in the real world. Of course. And the, the unlimited opportunity and the, the realization of your inner power is the coolest part of it for me. I remember being on stage with you at Decentral and you said... I'm a Sagittarius, I wanna be a half man, half horse. And I was talking about being a Cancer and having wanna be a crab. And how some people may never be able to walk in real life, but in the metaverse, they could actually experience what it feels like to run or fly or swim. And one moment that really stuck out to me with somebody inside of our own team and who you've all met already, Dylan, was a week ago and he, he leans over the balcony and says, man, I just remembered this and I felt like I needed to tell you because what you guys are building and what the your competitors are building right now is gonna change so many lives. My cousin, who I always looked up to as, a, as like a, a younger role model, because he's a little bit younger than Dylan, was the craziest go-getter kid ever. And he always looked up to Dylan as his older role model. And Dylan's got this crazy travel background, flying all around the world. He's been to every country, every continent, literally riding on the back of rickshaws with hay bales. And he, his younger cousin said, you know, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go to Cancun. I graduated university. Like, I'm going to make it happen. Goes to Cancun, dives in a pool headfirst, comes up, breaks his neck, paralyzed from the hips down, can't walk. And just completely crushed Dylan. He was like crying to me when he said this. And then what he said after that, got me even more excited, but also emotional because I know that it's not just this one story, it's everybody. This kid went on to become one of the most influential um, paraplegics in the world. And he works today with Boston Dynamics on their robotic systems that are helping paraplegics and quadriplegics all around the world. Some of the coolest stuff, inspirational speaker, entrepreneur, you know, the whole nine yards. And what Dylan said to me is like, he's has superpowers already. But imagine what he would be like if he could walk. It would just be night and day. He's already one of the most influential and powerful people that Dylan knows. And once if he had the ability to walk and feel like he was on a level playing field with everybody, he would be leaps and bounds ahead. And he said that his cousin reached out to him and, and said, you know. The metaverse is so exciting to me, and I'm really happy you're working on this project because for the first time, I'm going to be able to do everything I wanted to without any limitations. And that kid's going to take over the metaverse. He's going to take over the whole thing because he's been working his entire life to get on an even playing field, and as a result, he's made a an, he's built an empire for himself and really opened a lot of opportunities for other people in similar situations. And I can't wait to see what all of these marginalized people are going to be able to achieve inside of the metaverse, whether you're from a third world country and you have an amazing mind, but you just straight up don't have the financial means to get to that next level. You don't have the network or you're actually disabled and you can't accomplish things, but you have all these amazing ideas that that you wish you would be able to, if you could move so many different opportunities that, this metaverse is going, the metaverse as a whole, the multiverse is going to allow people to completely bridge, walk past and forget about it like it never even happened. And that's, that's the most powerful thing to me about the metaverse. And that's kind of where, just building off what Jeff was talking about as well as opportunity, the superpower you can, you can give somebody as a metaverse developer, as somebody with an idea for a metaverse is unparalleled. And I would ask everybody who's watching this that has an idea for the metaverse, to run with it and tackle it, because the opportunity is now, it's right in front of you. And the people who are able to effectively build on their ideas today in the metaverse are going to be the great success stories of tomorrow.
1: Yeah, absolutely, the creators. And I think, as you say, these type of stories, another whole element to consider here is what we create is actually going to outlive us. Yeah. Right. So that's a whole nother realm here, because we're basically in a position where we can create a 3D virtual world or many of them and have systems and, you know, processes and products and services in place that live beyond our time. And that is also amazing because time is limited. Right. And we only have a limited amount of time to do what we do. But with this new opportunity that's arised, I think it's unbelievable how we can create something that is going to be able to be experienced for an unbelievable amount of time, which is eternal. And I think that alone also is going to, you know, hit home with a lot of people that realize, look, like I can do things here that I physically won't be able to do in 30 years as a 70 or 80-year-old man or woman you have physical limitations right but for example you could still play sports and you can even go back and probably experience the same feelings as if you were still playing 30 years ago so you're you're able to play with the the time in which you're living and even after you're you're done on this planet and your time is up here what you create especially from a a developer standpoint, is going to last forever. And I think that itself opens up a lot of doors as well.
2: Yeah, like, like you guys are all talking about this metaverse. And like one thing I want to add too is like, it's like an unpopular opinion, but like a lot of people like take drugs because they want to enhance their experience in the real world, right? Like I'm not going to list what each drug does to like make their lives better. But like imagine you don't have these like bad side effects from taking these drugs. You just really switch on in your settings you just put it on and then boom you literally have the same things you would if you were on these drugs but no bad effects in your body i think yeah, that's it's crazy very, it's
1: very true because especially given what COVID has done mental health is a major major challenge right now around the world and a lot of people have been saying that it hasn't even hit yet so even even with that in mind and it's so funny you say this because last night i was walking home with daniel from the office. And we walked by this guy and you could just tell he was up to no good and he's doing some things. And Daniel was like, damn, like straight out on the street. And all we were saying is like, that's his metaverse, right? That's his, his form of going and living and being in a different state of mind environment. And he doesn't want to be where he is in this physical world. That's why he's doing what he has to, to go and be in another form of life. And so this extends out into so many different applications. Some are good, some are bad. Everybody's going to have their own opinion. But I think for the purpose of why we're doing this, it's more catered towards sparking minds and getting people to understand that this is so new and you can literally create your own world. Right, And once you start playing around with ideas, I'm sure a lot of people are gonna have ideas that we've never had. That's the whole point of, of sparking conversations and getting everybody to contribute to the evolution of where this is headed. So yeah, any final thoughts?
0: Yeah, I just say one thing that I think everybody also needs to remember, you brought it up, but I wanna underscore it again, is that with, with the metaverse, everything is eternal. From your experiences which are saved potentially on the edge or the cloud and on the digital public ledger which is the power of web 3 and blockchain all the way through to your persona it's immortalized it's immutable on chain inside the metaverse also don't get me wrong you cannot have to you don't have to build a metaverse on chain it can be a centralized platform and that's totally cool too there's going to be a lot of really cool centralized blockchains that are off chain or sorry centralized metaverses that are off chain. But if you're leveraging web three and blockchain tech, everything becomes immutable and permanent. And the power of that with the human experience, the human mind, is honestly to me limitless because everybody on this planet knows their time is is very limited and you really only get experience at once. And I think what everybody comes back to, if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the very top of the pyramid is self-actualization. And to me, what self-actualization means is that you get to realize your true purpose. And when you get to that point, your purpose is usually somewhat in line with making sure everybody remembers who you are and leaving some sort of lasting impact on the world. In the metaverse, everybody has that chance because every need below that is already filled. Everybody just gets to skip all of the problems below on that hierarchy of needs and go straight to self-actualization. And that's what I was talking about, the great equalizer. Nobody has to worry about not having enough money, access to funding, the fact that maybe their house is actually flooded or they're living in a slump. Accessibility, the great equalizer of the metaverse, is going to allow people to realize their self-actualized needs. And then on top of that, make them permanent and immutable inside of what we have today with Web3 and blockchain. You'll have people You'll, you'll start to discover that there's a lot of talent in the world that has never been discovered before. And now we're gonna give them the tools, whether it's an online school, meta- or metaverse school, online or uh, metaverse uh, sports training, entrepreneurship courses, building businesses, horseback um, riding, horseback riding <laughs> flying class, I don't know, you name it. All of these people have the, the infinite opportunity of, of business and creativity at their fingertips and it will never be forgotten whether it's your wallet with all of your holdings in it a really cool platform that you created inside the metaverse or maybe even creating your own metaverse or maybe even creating your own AI character that learns from you throughout your life so that you can be forever remembered as the legend that you are all the way through to the end all of these different ideas this is what really excites me because as the great as a great equalizer as something that lets you really become your really realize your true potential and your purpose as a person, um, I think is, is the most powerful thing in the world. And that's why all of these large companies and influential people are really starting to tackle the metaverse and adopt it. I can end on that. I, that's, that's, that's my most favorite
2: part of the metaverse. I won't, take more, I won't take a philosophical approach that you took. I don't know anything about self-actualization. You <laughs> used that word on me like eight times. I still don't know what it is. But I think my... My take on why I'm so excited for the metaverse is because I always loved user-generated content. I literally scroll endlessly on Reddit. I know it's terrible, but I do. But it's because Reddit, it's controlled by the people that are actually interested in these conversations. Like, these owners of the subreddit aren't making discussions by themselves. It's the people that are in the community leading these discussions, talking with other community members. And I love that. And I think that is going to be the same approach as like a lot of people take on the metaverse. Mm Because at the end of the day, a lot of these community members, they're going to be millions of them. And those guys are going to be way more powerful than the six people that created it.
0: Now imagine with socially shareable content
2: in a space that's digitized
0: and recorded forever and immutable. You're telling a story to your friends and you're trying to tell them how, how amazing the experience was, how it invoked all these different emotions inside of you. For example, yesterday I was telling Jeff about one day when I was surfing and I was like running down the beach and it was the most incredible sunset ever. Just sitting on my board weeping because it was so beautiful. I've always wanted to be able to share that experience with the people that I tell it to, but I, I haven't had the opportunity to. And the metaverse is simple as just rewinding time and saying, sit here with me. Experience it. How magical is that? Forever. Forever. Forever.
1: And I think, yeah, I mean, you guys said it all, but I think... Key word here is freedom. I think there's infinite possibilities and opportunities. And we have full freedom to do whatever we want. We were just talking about there's lack of governance. There's all these different rules that don't apply when you start entering these spaces for good or bad reasons. <laughs> but I think when you start paying attention to the actual idea of how like this entire space is so new you start to have all these ideas of how can I get involved? How can I be a creator? How can I help this go to the next level? And honestly, for whoever took the time to tune in and listen to this, the only final note is if you don't take action on doing something that you're going to set up ahead of time so that when the general population, it hasn't happened yet, Not even close. Not even close. When the general population starts to flood this industry, I remember in 2014, Instagram wasn't popular as it is now. And I used to have this discussion every day. I was like, it's not there yet, but that's why you got to set up now because it's coming. And I would go around. I told my family, my friends, they're like, what are you doing? Door knocking. What are you posting a hundred times a day on Instagram for? This is eight years ago. I was posting a hundred times a day on an account with no followers, nothing. (laughs) And I felt like I'm just setting up. Here we go again. We're doing it again. And we're setting up for for the people to come. And from a creator standpoint, that is one of the most unbelievable positions to be in because you have the freedom, you have infinite possibilities, and you're taking a world that exists here in 2D into a 3D experience. And that itself can open up any door.
2: I know you're the king of quotes, but I remember Daniel always says this and it's always ingrained in my head. He always says, it's free to pay attention.
0: Costs nothing, that actually comes from from digital collects. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. It's it a really nothing. good one. The other, the other side to that quote, I was talking with somebody on Twitter today about it, was it costs nothing to pay attention, but it costs everything to ignore. Mm. So as soon as you start seeing something develop in front of you, whether it's Instagram in 2014, NFTs two years ago, crypto in 2010, and now the metaverse in 2021 and 2022, it costs everything to not act. It costs nothing to pay attention and to start talking. And realizing that, you know, maybe if I share my ideas to the right people, it takes one tweet, one Instagram DM, one conversation, and everything changes. And I'll, I can tell you from experience that that's exactly how it works. So if there's one thing I can leave everybody with that's tuning into this and listening all the way through, it's probably the most valuable piece that's been brought up today, is that it's just move. You know, just move and act because it costs
2: everything to not act. Just do it. Just do it. I remember like I'm gonna end, I'm gonna end off on this, but no, say it, say it. I remember like somebody always told me, it's worse to not be in Bitcoin than to be in Bitcoin. And I think that's gonna be the same thing with the metaverse.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Every and single And keep thing. in mind, every single human being is going to be a part of it. You just decide
0: where, how, and, and when. when. <laughs> you know it. All right. What a great note to end off on. I hope that was Very valuable to everybody watching. We'll see you on the next
2: episode.